You're listening to Average Joe Sports Talk Podcast with your boy Eman. Hey, what's up, everybody? Your boy Eman from the Average Joe Sports Talk Podcast coming at you with uh, the weekly live episode. I missed a couple of weeks. Uh, actually, no, it's I'm technically in week two, but you know, your boy took the family to another uh, summer vacation. Uh, summer is starting uh, here soon in South Florida, about a week left. And we're probably going to, uh, you know, just needed to go and take another beach vacation. We took one early. We always take one early in June. Then we take one at the end of uh, around August or late July. And uh, we were at Cocoa Beach, man, you know, enjoying the sights, beachfront, you know, doing living the life, man. The kids had a blast. Kennedy Space Center. Uh, there was a nice quick five days. That's a beautiful thing about living here in South Florida. Your boys are New York transplant. You know, if you cannot tell by the background here with the Knicks, Yankees, Giants. Oh, those damn Yankees, man. Jeez. But we're going to talk about some football, man. Uh, the NFL preseason is in full effect uh, this weekend. Uh, taping down today, Sunday, August 13th. I mean, we're almost like three weeks, less than a little, about a month away exactly on the dot. One thing about the NFL preseason in my book and the years of me following it and, and watching football is it really doesn't mean jack shit. It doesn't really give us the outcome or usually translate in the success that people think in the regular season. When it comes to fantasy football, you can only get a, a perspective of which, you know, flyer, bargain bin, uh, rookie that's on the fans eventually may give you some insight of maybe this guy's going to get a lot more snaps than you think and he's going to bet and he's going to hurt the player that you want to draft or vice versa, which handcuff you know, for that wide receiver, like running back or what other wide receiver, like rookie wide receivers or anybody on the cups there is going to, on the cusp, I'm sorry, is going to take snaps or playing opportunities from that guy that you really want to draft or the sleeper that you're going to end up drafting that's going to help you win the league. It, it's one of those things, but it's such like a dart, a dart throw into the damn, uh, into the ocean, right? That you don't even know what you're going to hit. But anyway, I want to give you my full takeaways and breakdowns of every single game that we've had starting on Thursday. I mean, there's a lot of paint watching, a lot of paint dry watching is what I like to call the NFL preseason because, I mean, you see a lot of individuals you've never even heard of, some guys from college, uh, people that are on, on, on a very short contract that will play week one of the preseason and they're not going to be in the roster next week and all that good stuff. A lot of the starters didn't play. However, there were some starters that were kept in the game a lot longer than you thought. Some first-team reps, all right, some first-team players, and we're going to hit every single one of them, all right? So without further ado, Let's get cracking. Let's get started with the NFL preseason. And, of course, the Houston Texans on Thursday to uh, cap it off here against the, the New England Patriots. And, look, usually you'll be like, oh, New England Patriots get defense 20 to 9. This is a really, really tough game to, uh, to kind of swallow here. But, however... There's one person in C.J. Stroud, the number two pick for the Texans, their savior, who did not have an impressive 11 reps. He was only in there for 11 reps. Two for four, 13 yards, and threw a pick in that first drive. Did not look comfortable. Maybe there were butterflies. It is what it is. But did not look comfortable at all in that offense. Uh, he had himself, I think he rushed for like six or seven yards, if I'm not mistaken. I think he went out there and had himself a couple of rushing yards. Uh, See, yeah, six yards rushing right there. Um, to guess, give you the basic breakdown, Case Keenum came in, 9 for 14, 
that's that's okay. Case Keenum is like your third string because I think Mills they got they got a staff probably three quarterbacks. Mills is number two. C.J. Stroud is going to be the starter from day one. I, he'll probably improve, but this is not a opening, a great opening day. I mean, preseason for C.J. Stroud. We've seen this before with, uh, you know, top prospects. Uh, in regards to you did not have Damian Pierce play or anybody else, uh, Mike Boone, who was with uh, Denver last year, let's see, so, you know, 25 yards rushing. Not a lot to see if you see by the score, 20 to 9. However, uh, it was nice to see uh, Menchi come back and getting himself, uh, you know, a rep in there. You know, uh, Menchi, who was, um, who actually had cancer, couldn't play last year, the rookie. Uh, in regards to their else, I mean, we didn't see Nico Collins play at all, but Tank Dale, man, had himself a, a, a nice showing, a rookie, five receptions, and had a nasty, nasty catch. Man, did you see that catch? Great concentration. And in, in the words of uh, John Madden, bro, rest in peace to the GOAT. And it was a great touchdown, man. That actually, that was a great play. I wish I wish it was around here somewhere, but it was a great play. Um, and that's pretty much what this game had to show. In regards to the New England side, look, uh, Mac Jones didn't play, expectedly. B- Bailey Zappi last year, who had briefly the quarterback controversy when he came in and actually won a game or two. 79 yards. Uh, not much to see here from, from pretty much everything else. but. Um, it was it was just really awful from the New England side. You know what? I'm gonna switch to ESPN because the I'm gonna switch to ESPN because the uh, it's horrible from the NFL Network. Their game stats breakaway, and I don't like it. I don't like it at all. So I'm gonna switch to ESPN. I mean, because it actually gives you way more players. And I took some notes down, and I decided to switch to the NFL.com one just for the hell of it. But I think it was pretty stupid. It was pretty stupid. Anyway, uh, let's go back to this game. Let's go back to the Texans here. Let's look at the box score. Sorry about that, folks. But again, going back to New England, there was really nothing here to see. Bailey Zappi, I mean, look, there was nothing. There's nothing. There's 78 total rushing yards. They had a bunch of, like, second and third string players here. I have no idea who none of, most of these guys are. On the uh, offensive side, again, Taquan Thornton, uh, another string here. There was nobody else really here to look at. That, that gave you some, I mean, you want, you just want to focus on the defense, but again, Texas, the really main takeaway here is uh, Nico Collins, who, you know, it's going to be, I think, from a fantasy football, I think Nico Collins is going to be a sleeper this year. Brandon Cooks is gone. Uh, even though Mechie is here and is going to get some playing time, I don't think it's going to be the man here. I think Nico has the opportunity to be the, the breakout player for the, for the Houston, Texas. Texas Tank Dell, rookie, usually rookie quarterbacks like to, usually like to, um, you know, usually like to feed off other other rookie wide receivers, right? You know, they usually like to, they feel more comfortable throwing to another rookie, and I think that's what Tank Dell might mean for this team, right? I think that's what Tank Dell might actually mean for this team, uh, which would be that, would be that guy uh, that can, make C.J. Stroud comfortable as a fellow rookie. But I think Nico Collins is his go-to, man. Breakout season expected from Nico, man. Uh, you, you called it here first. All right, next, let's go. Let's go to the next game here. Let's go to the scores again. Here you go. Next game is, all right, here we go, man. Now we got next. On Thursday, we also have the Vikings and the Seahawks. There's some good stuff to uh, kind of cover, cover here with the Vikings and the Seahawks. All right, you got two other great rookie wide receivers in the game this season. Anticipated individuals here 
All right, first, Mr. Uh, Jordan Addison, who's expected a lot of big things and take over that second load, the second man next to Je Justin Jefferson. And then Jackson uh, Smith-Nigma here. He is also another big name here. And I get it. Both teams, Seattle has, you know, Metcalf, Lockett, a lot of competition, right? But it's, it's going to be a pass-first offense all day. You have Minnesota, who is going to pass more than any team in this league. And let me tell you something. Jordan Addison has poised himself to be a have a great season. Jordan Addison right now, I mean, let me tell you something. He had one reception, 22 yards. He had three targets, but one of those, that should have been a catch. There was a catch this kid made in the sideline, stretching out, grabbing it, all right? He just, like, stretching out and grabbing it, and they called it, he was outside. Dude, honestly, I was inside. But that tells you what kind of hands Jordan Addison has, speed, and also route running ability. This is going to be huge for Minnesota. So, Chris Cousin is going to throw the hell out of the ball. All right, there's no if and a but. You know, uh, again, Dalvin Cook is not there. Uh, Madison is a nice running back, but he ain't the man. He ain't a Dalvin Cook. He ain't that all-purpose yards from scrimmage beast that Dalvin Cook is, who's, not, who's probably has been number two in the last, like, six seasons or five seasons uh, behind uh, Derrick Henry. Um, again, I think this year, of course, Justin Jefferson is going to be the man. He's going to eat for Jordan Addison, all right, along with um, – with the Hawk, Hawkinson, are going to have career years. Jordan Addison is probably going to be the number two guy for sure. All right. Hawkinson is probably number three in the depth chart when it comes to like, uh, when it comes to targets. So that's what, and I honestly, I like what I saw in the limited amount of time from Jordan Addison right here. Uh, I think, man, it's going to be beautiful to watch two guys like JJ, you know, like Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison line up next to each other, bro, or opposite side. It's going to be mind blowing. When it comes to Seattle, man, what you're looking here with Seattle uh, is running back, rookie running back, Zach Charbonnet. I think this guy, as the season goes away, he might take some of the spotlight and some of the opportunities for uh, Kenneth Walker III. Yeah, because Kenneth Walker got injured last year, even though he, sh he showed a great, uh, he had a great showing in his limited time. But Zach Charbonnet is a guy you want to uh, stay close to because this guy, as the season progresses, fantasy football-wise, is my emerge, my emerge, and, and be the guy. Um, again, Jackson dismissed Nigma, three receptions, 25 yards, four targets. Another guy to keep an eye out, even though they have Lockett and Metcalf. That offense is so wild over the air that, you know, it's, it's everybody there is going to have enough targets to eat. Uh, again, this is what my main takeaways are, man. I mean, Jordan Addison, hey, limited amount of time, man. That should have been a catch. That was cold out. That was cold out. Should have been a catch. A dude stretched out, man. He, they shows you the route running ability in that play, the great hands, and the instinct, which is pretty freaking cool. All right, let's go back. What do we have next here? And I'm going to speed through these because the NFL preseason, man, which you don't mean jack shit, all right? All right, that was Thursday night. Let's go to Friday, man. Let's talk a little bit about my Giants. And again, it's preseason, especially the first game. All you're looking in the first game is to figure out which guys are going to make week two, which guys are not going to get cut, which guys are going to like, okay, maybe he's going to get a little more playing time. You know, you saw something in practice, right, through, throughout uh, before the first preseason game. You saw something in practice that you like, and you wanted to see how they did in uh in really good in game script scenarios right in real game time decisions so that's kind of what you what i see every time i watch a preseason game all right pretty much that's usually what i can tell from it's not a lot of action 21 to 16 score doesn't make shit 
Um, Tyrod Taylor, man, was not there very long, but did not look great. That's two consecutive seasons. I think Ty- Tyrod Taylor needs to retire. All right. Three for four, seven yards. He did not look good. This guy is also made out of freaking paper. He gets hurt so much. Um, Tommy DeVito, man. Tommy DeVito. The Vi- what are we going to call him? Man? He's probably Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito's kid. Uh, hey, look, 155 yards. Hey, one touchdown. It was, did he have a great percentage here? But I don't know, man. This might be the backup uh, quarterback over here. Uh, one thing we saw here from uh, the Giants is the fact James Robinson got himself six attempts. Six carries, nine yards wasn't great. Uh, Giants, I think, are hopeful that James Robinson can be plugged in as a third back in there after Burita and Saquon, and hopefully get some, uh, you know, get some a little bit of flavor and 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 difference is that running game because you know James, excuse me, twenty twenty James Robinson was different. Man, this kid can catch it, was able to run, great back. Um, but I'm hoping that. Brian Dable can come up with something and use these backs, man, to relieve Saquon a little bit and also kind of keep the pop going and the offensive. Uh, on this end right here, pretty much, man, what the Giants were looking at, um, it was pretty much anybody out here. Everybody that you saw here was horrible. I mean, I don't even think it's, I don't even think I, look how many players, all right? I'm sorry, let me go back here to the receiving side. Uh, what I look so positive, I'm just looking at the, I, what I what I like, what I want to take away from here was, um, Cole Beasley, I don't know how much, if he's going to make the team or not, but he got himself four receptions and 33 yards. Kind of nice security blanket. He was with Buffalo and Dable in that offense when they actually were very successful and Beasley had his best year. Cole Beasley's did. I don't know, I don't know how good. Jamison Crowder, uh, dependable old Jamison. That was good to watch right there. Two uh, receptions, 32 yards. Did not see anything from the rookie. Had himself one catch, one target, and Jalen Hyatt, Hyatt uh, minus four yards. Not great, but this kid is all about the speed and the downfield, um, the downfield game. And he's got breakaway, one pony kind of guy, which we need. And right out there with uh, Slayton, right. Uh, so that's kind of what I looked at. I mean, look, I say Hodgins this year. There's going to be a lot of targets all over the place here. But uh, you know, remember Waller is he's going to be the guy. Is hopefully our our Kelsey for this year. But that was pretty much what I was uh, took away from the Giants game is, uh, you know, Cole Beasley had himself four receptions, 33 yards, all right? You know, garbage time, but it doesn't matter. A bunch of, like, you know, cap drivers were playing. Detroit, I have no idea who Adrian Martinez is. I know Nate Settlefield, who's been around for a while. Two interceptions. Um, Jameer Gibbs, a rookie, the running back rookie. They drafted him in the first round. Uh, had himself six uh, carries, 19 yards. Not great. Um, but, however, they have also... Uh, Montgomery, who is is going to be a good, he's a good running back, man. He's going to be able to help this kid. I think Jameer Gibbs is going to be okay. One reception, had himself a reception for 18 yards. We could see that he could do it both. He could run the ball. He could also catch it. Hopefully, he's a most stable, a more stable uh, uh, Swift, who always got hurt pretty much. So uh, that's pretty much. And well, I was a little disappointed with Laporta, Sam Laporta, who in camp has been getting a lot of praise at the rookie tight end, who also could be a good sleeper uh, in fantasy this year. Had himself one target, could not hold it in. But I, I would have loved to see Sam Laporta uh, in a little more more games, right? More, I think you're going to see more and more of him as as the uh, preseason comes along. But that's uh, pretty much it, man, when it comes to this matchup here. All right, going back. Let's go back here to, all right, we got the Giants. Let's go to the Falcons and the Dolphins. 
these are all the Saturday. I'm trying to go this in order. This is a game that was like watching paint dry because they didn't have anybody. Anybody in that offense, man, that was uh, not even not even a number two. Let, I'm going to start with the Dolphins, right? I live in South Florida, even though I'm a Giants fan. New York transplanted the building. But I, it wasn't too refreshing seeing 9 for 14 for Mike White, who's supposed to be the number one backup, all right, and one interception because we know Tua's going to get hurt, all right? Dolphin fans, no secret, all right? Let's, don't, don't hold your breath. Just, you know, pray for the best. But Tua will get hurt. Tua's not going to play more than maybe 13 games this season. Um, like one of the players I was looking out is Devon Acne. As we all know, yes, that backfield is so, that running back backfield is so freaking heavy. You, you, I mean, even uh, Miles Gaskin is still around, had himself seven carries. Uh, you also, um, you know, have Mostert. You got, uh, I forgot the other guy they got from, uh, the came Wilson, Jeff Wilson. I mean, there's a lot of running backs, but they drafted another running back, Devon Acne, who, you know, they gave him 10 carriers, uh, 25 yards, wasn't a great average uh, yards per carry. But, I mean, hey, he um, it's going to be, they, they feel this kid has some goods, who's big, and can also probably contribute. So, could be a sleeper. Uh, apart from that, there was really nothing, nothing else to watch here. Braxton Berrios is going to be the little switchblade who's going to probably be involved in a lot of different trick plays like he was for the Jets, and he got some speed. Uh, it was nice to see him out there also getting himself a, getting himself some reps. You know, he's a former UM. Shout out to UM, the U. You know what I'm saying? Boy, Braxton Berrios. The Falcon side, man, uh, we did not see Bijan Robinson. Of course, not. you didn't want him to get hurt. I didn't even know who Logan Woodside is, so uh, that just tells you everything. And they and the, the Falcons had it; they put out a worse team out on the field than the actual Dolphins did, and they won the game. That's pretty much what I have to say. There's nothing here, man. I mean, there was nothing here that shows me what the hell am I looking for when it comes to uh, to the the Falcons. I mean, look it, again; it's like why it doesn't mean shit, especially the first week, man. All you have is a bunch of like third and fourth team kind of guys to see who's going to be there for next week. These guys are just bodies to practice with. Oh, boy, it, it's it's pretty bad. It's it's pretty bad. It's, it's horrible to dictate and watch a game in the NFL preseason in order to in order to kind of tell what's what, right? That's that's pretty much it. It's, it's kind of horrible uh, to fathom that way. All right, let's go look at the next game here. We Who do the fuck do we have now? Here we go. Let's go back. We have the Dolphins, the Falcons, the Packers, and the Bengals. Packers and the Bengals. All right, let's see. Packers and the Bengals. Look, 36 to 19, man. Uh, look, of course, with the Packers, everybody is watching. All right, Jordan Love. You know, Jordan Love finally, Aaron Rodgers finally, finally gone, man. Finally gone. Everybody's watching Jordan Love. And look, seven out of 10 had a touchdown. Nice throw. Positive. Positive. But we've seen this before from Jordan Love in preseason. He looks like a freaking stud in preseason. The guy's the man in preseason. All right? The man looks like fucking uh, Patrick Mahomes out there. Just the sample size in the regular season doesn't look great. Let's see if this year is a difference. It's a little bit different. So uh, I'm digging that. Um, as we all know, it all ends and dies with Watson and Romeo Dobbs. Those are the two biggest weapons uh, for the, for the uh, Packers. Uh, Digging Luke Musgrave, the tight end, another tight end, rookie tight end, that could probably be a sleeper this year, all right, and has and can have some opportunities in this offense. Uh, A.J. Dillon was there for, I don't know for what reason, but I don't know who Emmanuel Wilson is, but the man had, like, you know, an 80-long yard. Yeah, two touchdowns, one was 80-yard long. 
six carries, 111 yards. Wherever this kid is, man, he he's going to save himself and have another seat at the table for next week. Bengals, we all know uh, Joe Money, Joey Burrow is uh, out for limited time. They're saying that he's a few weeks out of the regular season. But if Trevor Simeon or this guy Jake Browning is going to open the season for you, it does not look good for the first whatever games any of these two guys are going to play because they look horrible. They look horrible against a weak Green Bay Packers defense. Um, Chris Evans, who I believe is the number two guy right now, after Joe Mixon, seven carries, 49 yards. Evans can also, kind of like Samar J. Pirine, can also kind of think of catch it as well. Not as good as, uh, as Samar J., but he's going to be the guy. That's what Joe Mixon is going to have a monster uh, from a standpoint of targets and opportunities and carries uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals. Man, he's going to be used a lot. He's going to be used a lot because Samar J. is not there. Uh, pretty much not to see here. I, I wish I would have seen Irv Smith get a little bit of burn here. Um, but the Nazi, I don't think he saw a target at all in uh, that game. So I, I want to see how Irv Smith is going to work out for, for the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, after that, again, a bunch of people here that they're going to be probably playing or, uh, you know, or practicing or maybe trying out for the USFL and the XFL in the following season if both leagues are still around. Main takeaway, Jordan Love, look good in preseason again. See who we got next. Let's go to the Bucks. Let's go to the Bucks and Steelers. Bucks and Steelers, man. I mean, hey, let the Baker Mayfield era begin. Eight out of nine, 63 yards, had a touchdown. Nice throw, too, to the corner. That was a really nice throw to the corner. Uh, like that. He actually had a, he, look, he put it real nice to Trey Palmer out there. It was nice. Uh, again, that's my main takeaway here. Uh, Chase Emmons is in that team as well, who they they were working out to see what he could do along with that rookie that they have from last year who came on strong at the end of the season. Um, so, but Baker looked okay. I mean, Kyle Trask, who everybody said that Baker and Kyle are right now in the depth chart tied. Right now is a toss-up who's going to start the year. And so far, Baker looked better in his opportunity than Kyle Trask who threw a pick. Um, again, Baker looked really, really sharp. Uh, John Wolford, last year who came in and did really well for the uh, for the Rams, while uh, Stafford went out and they had a bunch of they had like a, a carousel of quarterbacks, looked better than Kyle Trask himself. So Kyle Trask right now is the odd man out when it comes to him and Baker. And week one, Baker has the nod. Baker shoot right now. If the preseason ended today, Baker Mayfield would be starting. That's uh, that's my main takeaway from uh, from uh, from Mister uh, from this particular scenario. Yeah, no, Baker is gonna get another opportunity to start in the NFL, most likely. You heard it here first. Oh hell no! Two hours later. No, God, please, no, no, no. Yeah, bro. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. Baker Mayfield is going to get to start again in the NFL. Yeah. It, it's a thing, baby. It's definitely a thing. Ain't no thing. Like they say, we're a chicken wing in the string, baby. Uh, but yeah, he looked better than Kyle Trask. So at, at the end of the day, man, that's that's what we're looking at. Um, that's pretty much a main takeaway from the Tampa Bay side. 
Here, uh, let's go to the Pittsburgh side. Look, Kenny Pickett, uh, six for seven, 70 yards, looked really, really good, especially with his connection, all right, uh, his little dart here to Pickens, because the Pickett to Pickens shit is going to be real next season, all right? Pickens had that one reception, 33 yards, looked really, really solid. Uh, Pickens and Deontay Johnson, this offense should be coming back um, this season. I think last year they, they they struggled, but a year with Pickett, I don't think Pickett is the savior. But however, Pickett is better than the alternative, which is Mason Rudolph, who's still around in this team. All right? I mean, Mason, look, I get it. He has a strong head. All right? The dude has a strong head, and he takes licks for the team. All right? He takes his knocks for the team. I get it. That's why he's probably still there. Mitchell Trubisky. One for four. Man, Mitch, Mitch is starting to look himself out of the league pretty soon here. XFL or USFL bound, most likely. Um, but, yeah, no, I think the main takeaway here is to take a look at, uh, at what happened. I mean, this is a great, great, great little small sample size, but I, we want to see how much comfortable he looks with uh, in, this, in the team. Uh, Jalen Warren, who I think is their insurance blanket here, their insurance uh, policy, uh, running back-wise, even though Najee, I think Najee's going to have a great comeback year. That second year was a mess. He finished strong to end the year. But I think Warren is also from a, and this is all from a fantasy standpoint, I think Warren is also going to benefit because if injuries or they, they you know, he's got to get some stuff. Because Warren got, got himself got himself some uh, some carries, man, when uh, Najee was was struggling. I mean, he was actually positive with the small limited sample size he was given. So uh, main takeaways, George Pickens looked really, really good. The Pickett to Pickens connection looks promising. Uh, again, it's preseason. They're playing against a bunch of like you know cap drivers and dishwashers right now in the first game. So, but hey, promising. Baker right now has uh, the advantage as after one game in preseason to be the starting quarterback in the Bucks, and I think the Pickens and Pickens connection looked very, very, very promising. You know, not trying to hate, baby. Just congratulate. What else do we have after this right here? So uh, let's go back here. All right, the Commanders and the Browns, bro. Talk about a shit show. Fucking Commanders and the Browns. It can't, it can't be any more shitty than that. Yeah, the Washington Commanders coming off freshly. They're 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 sold. The you know ending the Snyder Snyder era. But to look here, the main takeaway that everybody's looking when it comes to the Washington is a passing game, and as of course, is Sam Howell gonna be the the dude? Or is Jacoby Brissett going to be another bridge quarterback until they draft another quarterback? Sam, again, got the start. 9 for 12, 77 yards. Great passer rating, one touchdown. Uh, we kind of see what, what he's able to do. We saw last year in a limited sample size towards the end of the year when they, when they bench Heineke. Everything he was able to do. And look, um, we know what the, uh, the you know, we know that is McLaurin. Uh, Jahan Dotson, I think, is going to make a really, really, is going to have a good solid season who caught a touchdown as well. We know these two have some chemistry. Dotson and Howell, as they finished the season last game, but Dotson started hot, struggled, got hurt, then came back at the end of the season and showed a lot of promise. I think Dotson is another one of those sleeper breakout kind of players, fantasy wise, where you could draft late. Sam Howell fits the mold of a, you know, week-to-week -week quarterback if you need a backup for your league or a Superflex league for a second quarterback. We shall see. Uh, he also has a little bit of an upsize uh, with his legs. He could run a little bit. He's like a Daniel Jones sneaky speed kind of guy. Uh, but again, Sam Howell and Jahan Dotson, that's my two main takeaways. I think these two have chemistry from the previous year, and they're probably commanders are looking 
to see what Eric Bieniemy, who is uh, supposed to be the guy that's going to bridge his offense together. By the way, just not to spend too much time on that, the team was bitching that Eric Bieniemy is too intense. There's a bunch of pussies when it comes to to complaining of these fucking kids nowadays, man. Come on, man. Eric Bieniemy has Super Bowl rings, okay, winning with coaching and running one of the best offenses in the history of this game. All right, this guy right here. I was the offensive coordinator to the best quarterback, the next GOAT in Patrick Mahomes. Y'all fucking kids need to be like, recognize, shut the hell up, follow what this dude is saying, do whatever the hell he says, all right? Put your tails between your legs and be quiet, okay? Shut the hell up already. How you got to complain about one of the best offensive coordinators in the freaking league right now and you guys are bitching about it? Huh? Come on. It, it's so much so stupid. So, so freaking stupid. Anyway, uh, going to the Cleveland Browns side, uh, of course, a complete... You know, shit show. Uh, Deshaun was out there for, you know, a couple of series. So just one series, three for three, 12 yards. Again, that's going to be a big question mark is Deshaun Watson, the Texans, uh, Deshaun Watson, all right? Uh, like my man Jim says, he's, gonna, he's definitely going to be ready for the season. Well, the massage. We know that for a fact. Then after that, you know, Joshua Dobbs, cannot believe Joshua Dobbs is still in the league. You know, Dorian Thompson Robinson, no idea who this guy is. Don't do a lot of college football. Um, look at, I did not see Jerome Ford, who they drafted this year to be the number two guy when it comes to the, the running backs. We know Nick Chubb's going to be the man, but wide receiver wise, I think Elijah Moore is who everybody's keeping an eye on this season because they feel he could kind of have a similar season to the rookie season because last year he was completely blackballed from that, uh, Jets offense, barely never got the ball thrown at him. I don't know if it was a, an offensive coordinator, shit show, or, or just Zach Wilson is that bad. But man's takeaway to this game to me is can Deshaun Watson be the man that he was in Texas again? We know he had rust. Can he can he kind of shake the rust off? It was a small sample size uh, for us in this game. Again, preseason one is more about getting some people some get some flow, get loose. Uh, but I am really looking forward to see how Sam Howe man can lead this team and also the involvement of uh, Jahan Dotson in this team when it comes to the uh, the offense here. We know Brian Robertson and, and uh, Antonio Gibson are going to battle for RB1, RB2. I think Brian Robertson has a small advantage because he could run the ball a lot better. But, you know, Gibson Gibson can catch the ball, man. And he's also a threat. So, I mean, you got Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy was one of them. I mean, I know, and I know Reed is, is a goat, right? And he does a lot of the play calling. But Eric Bieniemy was there for a long time, all right? And he has to, he has to know something most people don't. All right, let's go back. Uh, what's next here? Go back here. I know we got a lot of games to cover, so I'm going to try to breeze through these. The Broncos and Cardinals, I don't even know why I want to touch base on this because there's really nothing inspiring about this game or anything important that you want to you want to talk about here or even mention. Apart from, like, Russell Wilson played a lot. Wasn't it, it look great. This is like the same Russell Wilson we saw last year. 7 for 13, 93 yards. They played these starters awful long time. Sean Payton did say he's going to play these starters a longer than usual for the first NFL game. The Majid P. Ryan, I think it's going to be a positive addition. We know what he could do when he gets the opportunities. When Mixon went down, six carries, 26 yards. Um, he also can go out there and catch the football. Did not see a lot here. But uh, Jared Judy had himself a nice touchdown, two receptions. I think Judy and Swinton are looking, are poised under Sean Payton to have a comeback season. 
All right, Judy was like a house of fire at the end of the year. I think he's wide receiver ones. Corlin Sutton did not look great after his blown ACL. However, three receptions, 35 yards. He looked good. I think uh, Jared Judy, Jerry Judy, I'm sorry, you know, Deerfield product, Deerfield high product, you know what I'm saying, is um, is going to probably be the guy they they expected him when they drafted him a few years ago. Okay, so, uh, yeah, uh, I think that's what you saw right here from, uh, man, Arizona Cardinals are, are in trouble, dude. Colt McCoy, who's probably going to be the starter, not David Blau, I don't know, maybe. Not sure. Maybe Colt McCoy. That's the reason why they gave him four reps. But do not see much. Uh, I don't even know what to look at. I'm looking at this right here, and I'm, I have no idea who the hell I'm looking at when it comes to their team. But there's, they're going to be in such trouble. Let me tell you something. The Arizona Cardinal can win the first pick next season and most likely end up trading Kyle Murray this season. That's what's going to happen. I think this team is going to tank. Tank. And they're going to end up trading Kyle Murray. Before the season is over. You heard it here first. Book it. Moving on. Because there's really nothing to see here. Uh, next game. All right. Who do we got here? After the Cardinals. All right. Let me see what we got here. The Jets. Moving on to Saturday. All right. Shit. We still got a long time. Moving on to Saturday. Jets. 27 to nothing. Um, not much for the Panthers. Bryce Young struggled. Four for six. 21 yards. Did not see a lot here. Um, Adam Thielen was out there with one target. DJ Shark, one target. Hayden Hurst, one target and one reception. Not a lot to see from the Panthers' side. Both side, Bryce Young and uh, CJ Stroud did not look great or comfortable. And again, it could be the could be the nerves. could be the butterflies in your stomach. On the Jets' side, Zach Wilson is finally getting the type of uh, exposure that he should have gotten when he got drafted, right? Uh, given a small sample size, but for the second straight game in a row, Sack uh, looked good. 14 for 20, 123, a 15. Uh, he had himself a, uh, a TD, which he, uh, I believe, who did he throw this touchdown to? Yeah, it was his touchdown throw was to, um, I forget who it was. I don't know if it was Michael Carter. I forget who it was. I was trying to, my mouse is really slippery. I forget who it was. But either way, he looked sharp. Uh, we're looking at a couple of things here when it comes to the Jets, man. The Jets right now have a lot of talent, and they're heavy on their on their, uh, on their team. They're just looking for players to come in and be backups. I mean, look look at this. you got Michael Carter, Zetterman Knight. He was good last year. I mean, this real this guy, this is the guy they drafted this year, Aminakonda. They have a lot of talent, bro. They have a lot of talent at the running back position, not the wide receiver position. They're so Right now, they're so, like, stacked, bro. It's not even funny. I mean, it's not even funny. Stack right now. Sack Wilson probably would have a good season. But again, Aaron Rodgers is a story and the talk of the town. So uh, he didn't play. So it doesn't matter. But uh, again, Sack Wilson had himself a great game. Again, again, it's only preseason, but hey, he had himself a good game. Let's move on to the next game here, boys and girls. Let's move on to the next game, boys and girls, before I go to my sponsors. Colts and Bills. That was a complete snooze fest. Again, third rookie quarterback. High draft pick, Anthony Richardson, 7 for 12, 67 yards. Really had a rough uh, completion percentage. Overall rating, had himself a pick just like C.J. Stroud. Uh, did not do a lot with his legs. But again, the NFL moves at a different speed. Richardson is the quarterback with the least experience in the amount of reps. Um, again, nothing to see here from the uh, offensive side. Michael Pittman, who is, again, to me, he's a number two at best. Uh, Rashad Perryman acquisition from this year and Alec Pierce and not see much. Alec Pierce should be their breakout 
player of the year. I think Alec Pierce without Paris Campbell there is going to get more opportunities. Problem is you got a rookie quarterback who's raw, who has all the tools, but unlike Josh Allen, it doesn't have the accuracy when he was a rookie himself, Josh. And but he's gonna I think there's gonna be a lot of run. I think it all depends when Jonathan if Jonathan Taylor comes back. Rumor was that he's gonna be back sometime this week with the team. Um but the main takeaway here is Richardson's gonna have some struggles this season and you know before he gets better. Uh Matt Barkley still in the league, boys and girls, two touchdowns, 14 for 25, the GOAT. The GOAT. That's the story of the game right there. Matt Barkley still in the freaking league. All right. My man is still slinging it. Still slinging it out there, my boys and girls. You know what I'm saying? My boy's still out there doing doing work. Yeah, let's move on to another game. This is a, this is like watching paint dry as well. Again, the preseason is not much to hit here, but hey, it is what it is. All right, let's go to the, uh, you know, I'm not, shoot, man. I, what do I really want to go to the Bears and the Titans? Yes, we do. From the Titans' side, there was really nothing to watch. Malik Willis out there doing the same shit he does, which is looking horrible. Will Levis was out there looking worse than Malik Willis. We don't know right now. They're both going to be backups. They're both going to back up Tannehill. But let me tell you something. Tannehill gets hurt, which is not saying much, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt because these two quarterbacks look are, are really, really bad. All right? Um, uh, Ty J. Spears, this is a guy that's going to back up uh, Derrick Henry majority of the time here, and I think this is a guy, fantasy football-wise, you want to have on your team just in case of injuries. But, you know, 5.3 five, five average yards per carry, 632. That's pretty good, man. Definitely, definitely want to do that, man. Um, Traylon Burks, to me, should be that other breakout player this year. He's get healthy. He was, uh, I mean, it's a tough offense for a receiver to shine, even with, uh, with T-Hop in here, with, uh, with Hopkins. But um, look, you know, it, it is what it is, man. I mean, the biggest question is, why did they draft Will Levis? And we can see that the first game, even though it was the first NFL season game, it wasn't, it wasn't what they wished for. They they probably wanted to see a little more promise or a little something a little something a little more exciting than nine for fourteen and throwing a pick, both him and Willis. So Justin Field, all right, don't let the smoke fool you, boys and girls. All right. He did have some great numbers. Three for three. All right, 129 yards. Everything, everything looks nice. Looks nice right now. Two touchdowns. Yeah, sure looks good. But let's not get twisted. And before I come back to the rushing game. He hit T.J. Moore for a 62-yard long touchdown. Hit Khalil Herbert for a 56-yard touchdown. Those were his two touchdowns. Okay, that that's that's where we're at. It was small. It was like two dump downs, and it took it forever. Okay, it was just the players. Now it's great, D.J. Moore, and again they're playing against a bunch of backups, but it, it's it's good weapons. And confident builder for Justin Fields, who right now is on cloud nine with everything he has on his squad. Rashawn Johnson. I like this kid. I like this kid. I think this backfield, this running backfield with Khalil Herbert, um, they also have Deontay Foreman, if I'm not mistaken, uh, who had a good year last year when they traded McCaffrey, him and uh, Hubba Chubber. I mean, Chubber, whatever. Hubba Chubb. I forgot his name. They both kind of like really, really came on strong at the end of the season. Um, but Rashawn Johnson has an opportunity here, who's a big back, to steal some of the spotlights and some of the carries. I think, you know, Khalil should be the number one, Deontay number two, and Rashawn number three. But I think Rashawn can probably do something towards the end of the season if he gets the opportunities. Again, DJ Moore, 
great opening day. Great opening first game for the, even though it's preseason, for the um, the Bears. Uh, Rashawn Johnson, again, is that player. He could also catch it. But that's what Khalil Herbert makes his money, dude. He could run the ball, but he could also catch it. I mean, again, Khalil Herbert is a guy who's going to be late, uh, available late. Running back-wise, he's a guy that can get you some good games uh, early on in the season. All right, moving on. What is next, my boys and girls? What do we got here? All right, moving on to the Jags and the Dallas Cowbitches. All right, the Cowgirls. Can't stand them Cowboys. 28-23, Jacksonville, baby. Trevor Lawrence actually got a game, got in the game 5-6, for six, threw a pick and a touchdown. A little rusty there, my guy. Uh, C.J. Beathard uh, still in the league. I don't know who Nathan Vork is, but he's still in, he's, he's playing and he threw for a touchdown. Uh, Tank Bixby is my one of my takeaways. I like Tank. Tank's uh, a little bigger than Travis ATN. Tank getting a lot of goal goal line work. All right, you know it's uh, shout out to Steel and uh, to Steel and Teal Talk uh, podcast with her last week, and uh, my man Garrett actually broke it down really well. Tank Tank it's a guy that's gonna get some it's gonna get some love, man, goal line wise. But he's a big dude. He uh, you know his name is Tank, not a big big huge guy because his name is Tank, but the dude. The dude has a lot of qualities that uh, I think it's going to spell trouble for fantasy outlook for Travis ATM. Even though Travis ATM is the man, <clears throat> he's the reason he got drafted and James Robinson is no longer there. But I think Tank, Tank is going to take a little bit of the goal line work from him and don't be surprised. Tyvon ATM could also get hurt. So I think they, that's an insurance policy. Nothing to see here. Calvin Ridley had himself to, I'm sorry, there was something to see here. After all, main deal was Calvin Ridley. They wanted to see how Calvin looked. And let me tell you something, boys and girls. Calvin ADP, I think he's wide receiver number twenty-one, ADP forty something, average draft position. You got to if you if this dude's available, you're looking at probably your third or fourth pick. You got to pick him up. Hasn't played for a year. We know what he did in Atlanta: two receptions, twenty-one yards. All right, and he hasn't even done the offense yet. That's my main takeaway. It's Calvin freaking Ridley and Tank Bixby. Bixby. Those are the two guys, fantasy wise, you want to keep an eye out. All right, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Bigs me more of a long-term flyer kind of deal. But Calvin, you pick his ass up if he's available when he gets to your turn. Cooper Rush and uh, Will Greer. It is what it is. Uh, nothing really much to see. My man Deuce. Deuce was loose, baby. Deuce the loose Vaughn. Eight carries, 50 yards and a touchdown. This kid looks like he's like he's playing peewee football out there. That's how small that guy is, but he's quick. He's quick like a fart, man. But you know what, man? He is uh he is deadly. He is tiny but deadly. You know what I'm saying, dude? He looks so fucking small out there, man. But hey, the guy, the guy got speed though. Uh, in regards to anything else here, there was nothing really else to watch here from the Dallas. But look, it was encouraging to see Jalen Tolbert, second year in the league, getting a touchdown, 29 yards. Um, the fact that they had a lot of promise for this kid last year and did not kind of produce here. But I think now with um I think this year might be a little different. I don't know. Uh, let's see what's going to happen. He should. He has skills, man. I mean, I think the kid has some tools, but I don't know. With Brandon Cooks, he in, the, in there, Gallup again, a completely full year recovery from his ACL. I think he's still going to be probably the number three guy in that wide receiver core. Noah Brown is no longer there, so that's good. I mean, I think this year he should have a better season than last year, a little more familiar with the offense and the NFL. Moving on to, let's get back here. Let's go to um, what's next. We're almost done, man. Ravens and Eagles. And, of course, 
We know that none of the starters were going to play here, man. Marcus Mariota, back up for the Eagles. Decent showing. Uh, what do we have here? And that's it, pretty much. Marcus Mariota had himself four carries, 29 yards. It's, it's a good backup. It's a good backup for Jalen Hurts. It's a good offense for Mariota if Jalen Jalen gets hurt. Got hurt, I'm sorry. DeAndre Swift was out there for uh, two, uh, you know, two carries, 24 yards. I'm interested to see if DeAndre Swift is healthy, man. We know this kid can do wonders. <clears throat> it's not his ability, his availability. It's not his ability, his availability. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, Trey Sermon. Can't believe Trey Sermon is still in the league. Hasn't amounted too much, but that's pretty much it. Rashard Penny, another guy they 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 new addition this year. That back, it's gonna be like a, you know, both DeAndre and Rashad are both gonna, you know, try to replace the the volume that Miles Sanders gave you last season. So, and Rashad Penny, we seen him do it. We seen him do it. DeAndre Swift is gonna be that guy. He's, he's you know, Rashad Penny's gonna get probably the most rushing carries. But I think the most plays is probably going to be involved with DeAndre because DeAndre is also a great uh, passing catch, a uh, uh, great passing, a great passing catch back, all right? Catch passing back. Tyler Hunting, the usual shout out, Deerfield Beach. Uh, Josh Johnson and Anthony Brown, you know, they did what they did. Here, I'm interested to see how Gus Edwards, who should be the number two guy here, uh, really develops the season along Justice Hill. But Melvin Gordon even got picked up. I don't know what's going to happen with that. Somebody's going to be the odd man out. We know Gus the bus is probably going to be number two after uh, Dobbins. Great thing to see here. Another guy I'm interested in this team is uh, Zay Flowers. They drafted this guy for a reason. They think Zay can be the guy, the future. We know OBJ is only here for a year. <clears throat> He's only probably going to play 10 games. He's going to get hurt. Rashad Bateman has not been available as well. That's why I think Zay Flower is going to benefit the most from Lamar Jackson. And Lamar Jackson is going to benefit a lot from Zay Flowers. I think this kid has a lot of tools, man. And uh, he's been practicing. He has great breakaway speed. Um, yo, this, it's going to be special. I think I think Lamar might find his wide receiver in Zay Flower instead of Rashad Bateman. And we know, you know, bitch-ass Obi, you know, Odell Beckham Jr., the queen of entitlement. All right, so. I think Zay is the guy that I'm watching and looking after the most in this preseason. I mean, in this for this upcoming season. All right, we almost there. We're we're at the last game. Yeah, I think we're at the last game right here, man. We are going with. Uh, let's go to the full scoreboard here, baby. And finally, what do we have here? I've hit all these right here. We got the charges and the rape. Oh, hold on, I missed the uh, missed the game here. Still got the. The Raiders and the uh, I'm in the last game of Saturday. We still got the we still got Sunday slate. My bad, my bad. I'm, you know, I've been on I've been on right now, man. Trying to spitting out of the top of the dome here. From the Raiders side, 34 to 17. Look, um, really not much to see. I mean, they have a lot of different individuals come in, and um, and I have no idea. I mean, Roundtree had himself a, a reception. Uh, Keelan Doss, yeah, Keelan surprised Keelan Doss with Darius Davis, Donald Perman, uh, Perman Jr. He's going to be their backup tight end. Quentin Johnson, who they drafted this year, and I think they did because, you know, they feel that he could be that guy if Joshua Palmer uh, struggles. But Quentin Johnson, this is sleepy, sleepy play right here. When it comes, if you want to find some dead and fantasy prospect, uh, I think uh, Quentin Johnson can be. You know, Keenan gets hurt a lot. So is uh, Mike Williams. 
four of their top two wide receivers. I think Quentin Johnson can benefit, can be a sleeper as well, fantasy-wise. All right, let's go back to the Rams. Uh, Stephen Bennett, man, rookie, bro, champ. Let's see, man. He, uh, you know, wait, 17 for 29. Eh, you know, it's not a great percentage. Had a touchdown, threw for a touchdown, you know, 191 yards. I think what they look from Bennett here is the rushing ability. He's like a Tebow. You know, he's probably not going to be a great pro quarterback. He's just there because of whatever may happen. Um, in regards to that, like I said, none of the starters play. Ben's, ben, you know, Ben's uh, sports neck uh, last year kind of had some shine. Uh, two receptions, seven yards, but um, a lot of uh, cab drivers and dishwashers up in here. You know what I mean? So it's kind of kind of what we have here. But uh, look, uh, Chargers is, is how long <coughs> the new highly paid quarterback, Justin Herbert, how far can he take the Chargers? Main takeaway here, watch out for Quentin Johnson, okay? Stenson Bennett played an NFL game. All right, what do we have next? Let's go to Sunday's. Sunday's game, we have two games. Uh, Chiefs and the Saints, 26-24 uh, by the Saints. I can't believe, actually, Patrick Mahomes had a freaking series in there. Two for two, 15 yards. I would not let Patrick Mahomes sniff the damn field, all right? You know, you got a bunch of other guys that can sniff the field and not if you're hurt. I was kind of stupid. I guess, I guess, you know, new offensive coordinator, right? You know, honestly, he even rushed the ball for five yards. Again, I would, I'll be so nervous Patrick Mahomes playing on, the, on a first game of the NFL preseason. Uh, nothing to see here pretty much. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, you know, he, he's, he's the odd man out right now in that running back uh, uh, field right now. Richie James, man, had himself a touchdown, uh, 44 yards. I'm going to talk about the wide receivers for them because I think this is where the value comes in and the fantasy football value you may find here. I think Richie James, who did, you know, who's one of those guys with the Giants last year, who had himself, you know, out of nowhere, decent season uh, with Daniel Jones. Imagine with Patrick Mahomes. I think this is going to be a guy that's going to benefit out of those crazy plays from, uh, uh, you know, from uh, Reed. Uh, I like Rasheed Rice, the rookie. Again, look. Kadarius Tony ain't going to get shit. He's going to get hurt. Kadarius Tony is a whack job. All the talent in the world, but he's got to get hurt. And that's it. Move, move. Let's move along. You know, uh, right now, we knew last year, Juju was going to be the guy after Kelsey. We don't see that who's going to be the man after Kelsey because it's not going to, to Tony, it's, it's, a, it's a toss up. Tony is going to get hurt, like I said. Right now, there's so many targets and so many opportunities here. All right, you got Noah Gray, um, Richard James. You got Rasheed Rice, this rookie right here. You got Sky Sky Moore, who was disappointing last year, but you know what? He played really good towards the end of the season and in the uh, Super Bowl. So there's like four or five wide receivers who have a lot of speed and a lot of skill. That could be a flyer or a breakaway player that can help you win a fantasy league. I like Rasheed Rice a lot. I like him more than Sky Moore. I like Rasheed Rice a lot. I don't. I know how Reed is with some rookies, but you know, there's targets to be had after. Travis Kelsey, all right? Absolutely. New Orleans Saints, um, Derek Carr went out there, threw a touchdown, looked solid, six for eight. Hey, famous Jameis also looked good, 11 for 13 and a touchdown. Everybody looked good uh, for the damn New Orleans uh, uh, quarterbacks out there today. Uh, but it was great to see uh, Alvin Kamara get three carries. We know he's going to get suspended for three games. Keandre Miller, who they drafted, 
you know, uh, that's I think is a guy that early on in the season's got to get a lot of playing time right along Jamal Williams. Remember that Jamal Williams is going to get most of the carries. It's going to benefit from those three games. I think we saw a uh, there was a uh, Michael Thomas sighting, man. You know, 16 uh, yards, a reception like that. Uh, this is the guy that he's going to be drafted late. Uh, Olave was there for one target and did not see much action. Olave is the number one guy. Man. There's no doubt about it. We've seen it, right? But I think Michael Thomas, from a support standpoint, I think he's gonna he could have a good season if he's healthy. We all keep forgetting what Michael Thomas can do. I think Derek Carr is a good enough quarterback in order to use all these all these uh, wide receivers and and offensive weapons at his disposal. All right, let's let's be honest. They got they got some weapons. They got a good defense. And Kamara, Jamal Williams, uh, again Olave. There's there's a lot of other players. They could they they gonna they gonna they gonna do some work. And they um 26, 24 doesn't mean jack shit because it's the preseason. But I think uh, this is the Saints division to lose. I'm so freaking lose. And finally, but not least, the Raiders against the 49ers. This is why I say the preseason don't mean jack. What in the postseason because you know the 49ers score seven points. I mean, nobody was pretty was really playing, right? Trey Lance got the most burn out of here, got the most starts. Sam Darnold got some, uh, he looked horrible. Um, but again, it's we know it's Purdy's team right now. But Trey Lance looked good 112 yards. He made he that one touchdown should have been an interception, it was an interception, and the uh corner could not hold on to the ball and it landed on on the tight end. Well, he hand for a touchdown. Trey still does not look sharp. Still does not look like he has the right decision making that he should for third year in the league. So that's the reason why Purdy is going to be the starting quarterback. Uh, Jordan Mason, set five yard, uh, five uh, carry, seventeen yards. Uh, Tyron Davis Prince. I know they drafted this guy last year. Nine carries, twenty nine yards. That's pretty much it uh, from the from the offensive side. Uh, again, Willie Sneed, who's uh, trying to make the team, made a, made a showing, and that's it. Ronnie Bell. There's nothing much to look. Again, a lot of for week one is very, very difficult to tell what's going to happen, prospect wise. So, and the Raiders. I mean, shit. Look at look at. I'm not even going to mention the quarterback. So, Connell. Who the hell is O'Connell? Uh, but Samir White had himself 13 carats, 43 yards. I mean, we got to see what happens, bro. Abdullah is in the mix. We got to make sure what happens here because we don't know. Damian Williams. We know what's going to happen with Josh Jacobs. He's still holding out. So, uh, Keelan Cole is back in the league. Had himself a touchdown and 29 yards with six touchdowns. I mean, he's been in the league, but it just he's getting a second shot, I think, with the Raiders. And he wasn't he in uh, Hard Knocks that season? I think he was a rookie. He got released. I think that that was Keelan Cole, right? Yeah. And that's pretty much what we have from the Raiders and the. What do they play? The Chiefs. No, the Raiders and the 49ers. That's all, folks. That's what I have for you today. I wanted to give you my breakdowns of uh, the uh, first week of the NFL preseason. Man, I spoke for an hour by myself. That's usually that's usually pretty crazy. You know, it's pretty wild. Uh, let's see what we got. Let's go to the comments real quick. All right, thank you, Charles Harris. I appreciate you, man, for uh, tuning in. Thanks for the love. Funny, I know I said I, got, I said a lot of funny things, right? That's why I'm a funny kind of guy. Before I leave you guys, I want to leave you uh, with a word from our sponsors. 
thank you very much for listening. Before I get out, I appreciate the watches. I took a couple of weeks off just because family vacation, man. Got to get the kids and the wife happy. Uh, school's going to start in a while, but you know what? I got a lot of things coming, man. I'm going to do a nice collaboration with my boy, uh, Fan in the Van, Jim. Uh, we're probably going to do this. We're trying to go at least a couple times a month and uh, do a nice new show called Cigars and Sports. Working on that is hopefully should be, we should drop an episode before the month is over. But I uh, want, to, want to make it special, man. Me and this guy, we're going to give it to you straightforward and direct. Uh, no pussyfooting around, you know what I'm saying? So uh, before I let you go, here are our words. My sponsor, I'd bet US where the game begins. I really appreciate everybody watching and listening and providing the love. Follow me on Twitter. Go check out my, my link tree in the bio. The description will be in the bio and the link for the code to bet 125%. You get 125%. Sign on bonus. It will be in the bio um, for Bet US. Check me out on Twitter. Tell my picks. Also, my YouTube channel, my TikTok. Man, listen, I mean, I'm getting a lot of love from all the social medias, getting views up. On, I mean, I'm, I'm, since November, since May, I really wanted to put more effort on my YouTube channel, and I'm over 200 and something plus. I went from 505, like, you know, a follower, I mean, subscribers on YouTube to 780 and 12 now. Uh, Putting in the work, man. Trying to trying to put in the work a little more. Trying to crack a thousand before the year's over. Uh, TikTok, same thing with views. So thank you everybody for watching and listening. Here's a word from Bet.us, and we'll see you next week. I've been to 56 straight home games. I've tailgated 61 times. I've been to 31 practices. I've collected 17 autographs. I've had 27 beers built on me. I've got one sports book. I've got one sports book. I've got one sports book. BetUS.com. Sign up at BetUS and get a massive 125% bonus.